whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. During our sideshow conversation, John John Johnson and I took a detour into John John's formal musical training in violin and the difference between two connected groups of creative people. We join the conversation already in progress. So you have, I mean, you have a mainly a musical background, you say, with violin yeah. specifically. And you had studied that seriously? as a uh, Yeah, up until a freshman in college, and then I switched to theater. Okay. Um, but I was I was like hardcore gunning for the like uh, violin pedagogy. Like I wanted to teach violin. Oh wow! And like with all the music theory that mm-hmm. comes with that, and all the sight singing and the ear training, like what what ultimately drove me away was the lack of sense of community. Oh okay. Um, it was more of the like, it was very competitive and like it's a very competitive a, instrument. Yeah. yeah. And on the one hand, I really liked it, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, I was really lonely. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm a freshman in college and I have zero friends because all my friends are rivals. Right. And then, like, the theater community was one of those, like, I auditioned for a show on the on a whim with mm-hmm. my roommate at the time. And I was working, like, after school, so I, I didn't really have time for anything. And I auditioned and the director was like, why aren't you accepting a part? Why are you here if you're mm-hmm. not accepting a part? I was like, oh, well, I'm just doing it to morally support my friend and give give her someone she knows. Right. And she was like, all right, I'll see you at callbacks. Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I, I wound up in the show. And then I saw my name on the cast list. And I heard all these people going, ah, who's this guy? We don't know who he is. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's happening again. Right. <laughs> and then I was like, that's, that's me. That's me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, welcome. Welcome to the theater department. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the next the next year I switched over. Because I was like, oh, wow. this, this feels much better for me, much more suited. Like, I don't, there's the competition, but it was mm-hmm. friendlier. Mm-hmm. And it was a competition in that everyone was helping each other, not like, like you hear stories of like conservatories where like piano students will put razor blades and yeah. piano keys and the like. I, I was just not about that life. Yeah, no, that's. And yeah. the, theater also, like I wound up playing violin in that show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, right, I can do both. That's a thing that is possible. Right. And when I've seen you do that, I mean, it's obviously that's a a <coughs> very useful skill for an actor to have the ability to play an instrument, especially an instrument you can easily bring on to stage. I know, it's yes. unportable. <laughs> <laughs> and just start playing and it, it you know and everybody go oh, look the guy's playing a violin that's yeah. cool you know um well that's really interesting where'd you go to school uh i went to george mason university oh okay and uh i actually it was so amusing because i got into the school because of violin right and then i was like bye <laughs> um did that cause any problems for you not really oh, that's good but it was one of those like i did my my audition for the school of music and i hadn't right. yet been accepted to mason and the, the department head was, for some reason, in my audition room. Mm. Oh, because my teachers at Marshall actually taught adjunct at Mason. So they oh, like, okay. did the talk me up thing without sure. realizing it. And then they're like, yeah, accept this kid to the school. So like I just so kind of got it. to bypass a lot of the, the, the nonsense. Yeah. And then I was in, and, and then, then I dropped. Right. <laughs> so ugh. Yeah. Well, it's good that they didn't give you any trouble for it. Yeah. I know that can be a problem for some people changing majors like... Like that. That's good yeah, to hear they semester. were. And then, like, I was mostly doing gen ed, so it wasn't yeah. like I was very behind. That's good. And then I wound up taking a music minor anyways, so mm-hmm. I had the, the requisite stuff, and I was still sort of in and out. I don't think they realized I ever really left, so this little <laughs> sneaky... 
because we would collaborate with them on right. the musicals, and I would sing. And you're playing choir. violin in the show. Right? Yeah, so it's like, like, oh yeah, yeah that, that guy. Okay. Oh. All right. He's still around. He just he never shows up for orchestra. What's that? What's that all about? Yeah, it was it was the orchestra class that like solidified how much I was unhappy. Yeah, it's really funny. I I think that the because what you're saying is absolutely true that I think that conservatory classes aside I mean obviously things get competitive the more competitive schools I think even mm-hmm. acting and theater gets very competitive yeah. but even in a in a school that isn't on that top you know considered to be on the top tier music performance and dance are two things that I think are just have this competition inside of them which is really funny because they're not inherently competitive things right, but i think it's because the curriculum is based on adjudication mm. so like you have juries and you have um like when in in theater it's like whatever part you get and you kind of sort of know like oh, okay well i was better suited for this part mm-hmm. whereas an orchestra you're all playing the same instrument right but it's like you get chair numbers that's is ranked inside yeah. the orchestra and so yeah. the, the closer you are to the front the better you are and right. everyone's gunning for those top seats because they get the solos and they get the things yeah you know, it's it's sort of it's like I I have often com- made an interesting like compare and contrast to actors and and instrumentalists in that like if I were a violinist and walked up to like a conductor and said hey I want the solo for like the Mendelssohn Opus sixty four mm-hmm. you know the Mendelssohn E minor they would laugh me off you know <laughs> but I felt it very strange that actors had no problem walking up and being like yo I want the lead in Hamlet right and I was like but right. <laughs> I don't get it. So and then just sort of the, it served me well because it, it brought the disciplinary aspect of music to theater. The whole idea that like, uh, the the uh, amateur practices until they get it right versus the master practices until they can't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And so that's that like bringing that over, translating that over to like practicing monologues or running dialogue or running lines. Like that's been really really helpful. Okay, and Did then, sort of discipline yeah. study over it. Okay. And and even just like musical analysis is just really useful, especially because musicals well, yeah. are a thing. Yeah, they are. You know, and so I can sit there and go, "Oh, look, there's a light motif. That means this." Okay, so their themes come in there, so that maybe they should enter on their theme, like you know, like like. I love your inner monologue voice. I, 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 I like constantly belittle myself, and my my vox populi is is, is similar. I just I'm like oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Because, like, it's one of those things where it's like when you hear it, you go, oh, that makes sense. Right. And then my inner brain goes, why didn't you think of that sooner? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I think you can be a little easier on yourself. I think, no. No? Okay. <laughs> well, because it's, but if you, it's the, it's funny that you think that way. Because if you, if it was that obvious to you, that really, like, fast, it, there would be no enjoyment in it, I don't think. Right? Well, that was you, part of the reason why I really loved theater. Mm-hmm. Is because, uh, like, the first show I mentioned earlier was Pippin. Mm-hmm. And I audit, so, like, my soon-to-be best friend, like, ran screaming into my French class and was like, there's auditions for Pippin. You all should audition. And I was like, you know what? By gum, I will. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and I I was one of those, like, quote-unquote, gifted and talented kids. Right. And so, like, it was like, whatever you do, you're going to be good at it immediately. And that was, like, really frustrating. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm pretty decent at anything I set my hand to. And then I auditioned for Pippin, and I got cast as, like, ensemble with one line and i was like oh my goodness i get to work at something <laughs> and it was like thrilling because i came in looking like an idiot mm-hmm. i was like i have no idea what i'm doing what do you mean blocking what do you mean counter right. like do i lean on this set piece for a count and they're like no what are you doing and i was like this is delightful like i have no idea what i'm doing 
And that sort of carried over to the the whole theater as well. It's like, oh, I'm terrible at this. I want to work. I actually want to work at it. Um, Yeah. Wow. And it was the same with violin. Like when when anyone, any child starts violin, it's going to sound horrible for Mm -hmm. about seven years. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people give up before Mm -hmm. reaching that like seven to ten year mark. And then suddenly you start sounding good. You're like, oh, okay. That that horrid pupa phase is over. Right. (laughs) And now I have butterfly music or something. Yeah. It's a funny instrument that so many people... I understand one of the reasons a lot of people started is because of the size. It's easy mm-hmm. for kids to play violin. Yeah. But at the same time... My son took violin for a year because it was all that was offered. Right. And it was just... I mean, the, the screeching alone. When you, and it wasn't so bad when we'd practice with him, but when you go to the class and you mm-hmm. hear them all screeching... Slightly out of Playing tune. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Um, Everyone a half step off. And right, other. and certain people kind of back. And so, I mean, it's, there were some moments of interesting, like, syncopated counterpoint that we got. <laughs> but beyond that, sort of like me going, oh, that's neat. Like, that, nobody, like, that's a neat little moment that just happened. It was pretty horrifying. And it's funny to me that so many people stick with it just because of that. Because it's, you know... Because you don't think you sound good, even. It seems oh, even to me. Yeah. now. Even oh, now? now? Really? Like, when oh. I'm playing, I'm like, oh, that was wrong. Oh, that was wrong. Because, oh. like, the difference between two notes sometimes is a millimeter. Yeah. And, like, and I have pretty thick fingers. And so I was told I didn't have good hands for violin. So I was like, F you. I want to learn the violin. <laughs> so I, I'm that, like, contrarian little. Right. <laughs> it sounds and, like it. <laughs> yeah. And so, like. Right. But there's just so, sort of the mechanics of it and how precise you need to be. It's really easy to learn, like what you're doing mm-hmm. but then mastering it and making it sound good is really yeah. difficult because it's so precise not just in the left hand but in the right hand yeah but what it does do is like the 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 strength of learning violin has basically and combined with the music theory like it's not my superpower i can learn any stringed instrument mm-hmm. just like because i understand how fingers work right and i understand like sort of the physics and the math of what is going on okay and then can apply that to any other stringed instrument and therefore and, and then from there i've like taught myself piano which then went on was like oh okay i need to pick up this clarinet or i need to pick up this uh the shofar one time really <laughs> one time yeah oh wow in godspell or just in general no it was the dybbuk <laughs> oh okay um, that works yeah all right and it was just like whatever instrument like viol- violin being such a difficult instrument to sort of like get the hang of mm-hmm. it's sort of like starting on challenge mode and then yeah. everything else, you're like, okay, I got this. I get that. Yeah, and then it's it's also just like again, super evocative instrument, like very emotional, very dramatic instrument. Yeah, and I'm like yeah, okay, yeah, I dig that. I can express all my teenage angst through this, mm-hmm. and, like wail, screech away when I'm displeased. I'm like, okay. So what would you play when you were in your teenage angst? What would give oh you that? Oh my god, I would play so much like Brahms. <laughs> Okay, because it was like romantic era music. It's very much like this is what I'm feeling. Can and you get something specific? Um, I loved playing the Zardas by Monty.
which is um it was actually most recently sampled in like Lady Gaga's Alejandro. Oh, okay. So it's this like it's this uh uh Romany style piece that's very like lilty and sad and like and then like really happy and like bizarrely fast. Okay. But it like starts off in such this deep trudging place, and I was like, I'm upset. Look at these languid bow strokes, and look how <laughs> sloppy these notes are. I am expressing my discontent. <laughs> like it was, and that that felt good because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm angry because like I didn't like someone didn't sit next to me in the classroom, so right. therefore like feelings. Yeah. Well, you're in high school. That's yeah. that's the time for feelings. <laughs> The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to John John Johnson for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. (laughs) 